Well, be on the lookout for a great spectacle in the sky Wednesday night, and it's not the Northern Lights. It's almost like a 4th of July fireworks show in mid-December. The annual Geminid meteor shower is peaking Wednesday night into Thursday morning, which features 120 meteors per hour with dramatic bright fireballs. And it's happening everywhere around the world, so no one's going to be left out. I'm joined now by Gary Boyle, also known as the Backyard Astronomer. He's an astronomy educator and monthly columnist for the Royal Astronomical Society of Canada and has plenty of knowledge about this phenomenon. Uh, Thanks so much for taking the time today, Gary. Really appreciate it. Hello, Jason. Great to be here. So can you explain what this Geminid meteor shower is and why it's such a big deal? Well, meteor showers occur the same time each year, depending on the comet tail that we are passing through, such as we had the Perseid meteor shower in August. We have other lesser meteor showers throughout the year that produce uh, five or ten meters per hour. And at the same time every year, as Earth rounds the sun, it's like crossing the finish line in, in a car race. So we know when these things occur. And when comets come from deep space, they're really frozen bodies, but the size of Mount Everest. And then they have frozen water, frozen chemicals on the surface. Then when it starts to interact with the sun, when it comes closer toward the sun, now the gas turns into a solid, turns into a gas right away, sublimates. makes this beautiful long tail where now bits of sand and rock gravel is thrown off into the tail. Well, just like summertime, as we plow through a cloud of mosquitoes hitting our windshield, we're going to be moving through this cloud of debris, and that's what causes more meteors what people call our shooting stars. Wow, so what is this going to look like in the night sky, uh, visually? Yeah, just uh, shooting stars. Some are going to be very bright, um, because associated with this, well, actually a rock comet, it's almost like a dead comet, because once comets around the sun a few thousand times, it loses its volatile material. But, um, yeah, we're going to actually see some gravel flies, which produce the larger flash, they're called fireballs, which do light up the ground. I've seen my shadow many times on the ground on extremely bright fireballs. So it's just more shooting stars. could be up to about 120 per hour once the radiant or the constellation of Gemini gets higher in the sky. And really these appear to vaporize in the upper atmosphere anywhere, north, south, east, and west. So it's best to get really out of town, uh, away from obstacles. Yeah, I was going to say, where is the best place to watch this, especially maybe in the uh, Pacific Northwest, if we want to get the best view of this? Uh, do you have uh, any optimal conditions you th- you'd, you'd advise people to see? Um, no, like I said, just uh, try to get out of town as much as possible. The great thing about this year's shower is that the moon will not interfere. As for other uh, years and other meteor showers, when the moon is out, it's cast that glow in the sky, even in the, even in the countryside. And then you lose the fainter meteors, and then the numbers drop to what you can see. But no moon, in fact, it's new moon on, on the 12th. So no moon will interfere. You have 12 of the brightest stars with Orion and his, all his buddies around him. You have bright planet Jupiter up in Taurus, the brightest object in the area. So if you can get up to the country sky, so much the better. But do uh, be aware of trespassing laws. Don't set up on someone's property. And um, just the overall experience of, of being out in nature. So what time is this going to be clearest to see? Uh, is, is it going to be pretty consistent throughout Wednesday night into Thursday morning? Or is there a certain time frame where this is going to be the best uh, viewing conditions? Well, the shower this, this year actually peaks at 2 p.m. Eastern time on the 14th. 
So it's either the night of 12, uh, 1314 or even possibly the night of the 1415 that we'll still see a good number. Uh, wouldn't maybe not the hapto 120, but maybe 80 to 100. So either nights, whenever it's clear, starting around 7 p.m. when Gemini gets semi-high in the sky on the uh, in the east, but as the hours go on, the constellation rises higher and higher, and then you get more of that umbrella effect. So if uh, your listeners can stay out as long as they as they can, depending on weather conditions, out here in Ontario, it's been cold over the last. Few uh, few years of trying to observe the uh, the, uh, the Gemini's. In fact, we've had temperatures down to minus twenty five degrees Celsius, which is, I think, about seven below zero Fahrenheit. Wow. Um, and these aren't dangerous, right? People don't have to be worried about one of these meteors hitting land or anything like that. No, definitely no tinfoil hats on this one, <laughs> uh, because they're just small bits of sand, small gravel pieces that totally vaporize in the upper atmosphere, but 80 kilometers high, about 50 miles. Uh, but, you know, we do get meteors, bright ones that, that enter the atmosphere just from the solar system that do land on the ground. That can happen any time. But during meteor showers, two small pieces to really hit the ground. Okay, so that sounds pretty safe. Uh, any protective eyewear or anything people need to have on during this, or is it completely safe to just uh, watch with your oh, eyes? Oh, yeah, it's very safe. It's just uh, brighter with shooting stars. That's all it is. And the great thing, like I said, they're very slow moving, about 22 miles per second, which is slow compared to the Perseids in, in August, where it's uh, twice that speed. So the very long, graceful, sometimes colorful meteors, it's really something to see. And people can even try to photograph if they can with a DSLR camera, so up on a tripod and just open up the shutter for about maybe 30 seconds to a minute, and you might even catch something on there. Nice. Do you uh, have any other suggestions to just make this the uh, optimal viewing experience for people? I try to, well, like I said, try to get out of town with my family, friends. I know it's on a Wednesday night or Thursday night, but uh, if you can, it's always enjoyable to to be with a crowd. When you do, set up uh, chairs in different directions. This way, someone will see something in one area, Scott. So uh, don't all look in one direction, because as I said, they they occur anywhere and everywhere. Uh, you really don't need bug spray this year, even in Washington. But um, cold, uh, cold conditions always dress for winter, even though it's uh, going to be a few degrees uh, above zero. Not sure what the weather forecast is in Washington, but uh, don't forget you're just sitting there for hours. You're not moving around like skiing or anything like that. So be prepared to even use a blanket, um, some hot, co- hot coffee, snacks, and uh, just take in the. Uh, the beautiful sights and the smells of the uh, almost winter conditions. So uh, how are you going to experience this as an astronomer? Are you doing uh, anything special for it? Uh, I do have a couple of friends coming down to to uh, set up in the uh, in the backyard. I have about three acres of open land here, uh, packing onto a cornfield. So uh, just uh, real good conditions to be looking at meteors. Out here, the uh, weather's going down to about minus 10 Celsius. Um, so it's could be pretty fresh, but no snow on the ground. We've had snow, but it melted, so uh, not tromping through snowbanks yet. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the backyard astronomer Gary Boyle, astronomy educator and monthly columnist for the Royal Astronomical Society of Canada. He's given tips on how to best see this geminid meteor shower that's taking place Wednesday night into Thursday morning, and it sounds like possibly a little longer than that. Uh, sounds like an absolute must-see event. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to inform us about this, Gary. Anytime, Jason.